0: What's going on everybody? Austin here and in this episode of The Extra Point we are going to be taking a look at what the Miami Dolphins need to do with their NFL offseason. So the big news of the day it happened uh, just a couple of hours ago. Miami Dolphins traded a slew of picks for wide receiver Tyreek Hill and then gave him a brand new contract. I believe it was a four-year $120 million deal which is a a massive deal Devonte adams really messing up the market for every team that's looking to pay their wide receiver i can't imagine what that cooper cup contract is going to look like in a couple years when he gets to claim hey you know i'm a triple crown winner hasn't happened in you know 20 some years also i'm the super bowl mvp which barely happens with wide receivers so that's just something to keep a lookout for but uh anyway let's get back to the miami dolphins Uh, Number one, I said that they're going to want to be targeting offensive linemen. And they did that in free agency. They went after Teron Armstead from the New Orleans Saints. They went after Connor Williams from the Dallas Cowboys. Both really good moves that should help shore up some of that offensive line. Don't be surprised if they take an offensive lineman with their first pick of the draft either. Um, and then running back. And they did that as well, going after Chase Edmonds from the Arizona Cardinals, a young guy. He's going to be 26 when the season starts. They got him on a two-year deal at, I believe it was $12 million total. So, you know, $6 million for a running back who's better than both or all three, whoever you've got on your roster, pretty much. Uh, you can't complain about that. Next, I said they wanted a wide receiver. And uh, they did two moves for that. They went out and they got Cedric Wilson on a three-year, $22 million deal. So again, that's about $7 million a year, year excuse me. And then they went out and they grabbed Tyree Kill, the fastest man alive, or the fastest man on a football field. He is the cheetah and his speed is unbelievable. So now <clears throat> this roster is going to be one of the fastest set of weapons that we've ever seen. If I'm not mistaken, They have Raheem Mostert on their team at running back. He's probably the fastest running back in the NFL. Now they have Tyreek Hill at wide receiver one. They've got Jalen Waddell at wide receiver two. And then that really, really helps putting Devontae Parker slash Cedric Wilson at wide receiver three. Probably Parker at three, then Wilson at four. And I mean, honestly, that just it makes everything faster. When Tyreek Hill becomes your number one, all of a sudden your number two receiver gets faster, and then and then your number three receiver gets faster because they're bumped down the list. Uh, So Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds, uh, you know, in this backfield, that's going to be something really interesting to look at. I'm not a fan of Miles Gaskin, so I never really never really thought that he was going to end up being the guy that they were going to look for. Uh, you know, to be their feature back. <clears throat> but the Miami Dolphins have gone all in specifically on offense to make sure that, you know, this team around to uh, will succeed. Um, they got Tehran Armstead on a pretty good deal, five years, $75 million. So, you know, that comes out to $15 million a year, nice and nice and easy, um, with $43 million guaranteed, which is, you know, good for Tehran As far as the draft and cap space goes, this is where the Miami Dolphins are going to have to do a little bit more fudging around. Um, Everything considered, now with everyone, they have about $1,417,000 of cap space, which, if you do your math, uh, is not a lot in today's NFL. And as far as their draft picks are concerned, I mean, you know they just gave uh, gave up a bunch of draft picks. To Get Tyree kill and so they're left with a third a fourth a fifth and two sevenths, which You know, you don't you'd want more than that That's only five picks and none of them are in the top 100 and so here is where we get into what my last point is for the Miami Dolphins and That was you're probably going to want to trade either maybe and Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. So taking a look at the Byron Jones contract and the Xavier Howard contract. So Byron Jones is going to, you're going to have a potential out after this year. If you cut him this year, it's going to be $20 million in in cap. But if you cut him after next year, it's only going to be 4.2 and then 2.1 in free cap or dead cap rather, excuse me. But Byron has two years left on his deal and the base salary for each year is going to be a about 13 million is where it averages out to which is a really good deal for a lockdown corner and Xavier howard it's even better now the 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 cap hit that you'd have to take for cutting him would be significantly higher uh Zavian, just because he hasn't gotten a lot of guaranteed dollars uh his guaranteed dollars yet uh but the first year it's going to be 20 million then after that it goes down again to four and then one uh in his base salary he's going to be a free agent after the 2024 season so he is also locked up for you know three more years while uh you know byron jones is locked up for three more years as well so this tandem right here you can either play it out and they probably only play two of those years before they wanted another contract um considering that you know zavian is going to be 31 when he gets out of that and i believe byron's going to be 32 so they're the same age. They're you know coming around, the same, same dollars. Everything right there. They're easily tradable contracts, especially to teams that need cornerbacks badly. You know, if you were to you know call up a team like the New England Patriots, who just lost J.C. Jackson, or um, maybe a team like the oh, who really needs a cornerback. I mean, lots of teams in the AFC West. I'd say the Raiders, you know, could really use a cornerback if you. Could convince them to, you know, make that deal. You'd probably have to bite some of the cap this year, but here's what's going to go. Here's what's going to happen. Because you don't have a lot of either cap space or draft picks, you can take a big bite this year, open up significantly more draft uh, cap space next year, and you could potentially, if if you traded them both, you could potentially recoup. Two first round picks, just depending on where you sent them to, you know, teams that are ready made that have holes at cornerback that need to compete. Uh, In all reality, you'd probably likely rather just trade one, get one first round pick back. And then if I were to the Dolphins, I'd take that first round and I'd try to trade it for either a late first and a second or just multiple seconds, just depending on what you can do. Uh, But I mean, those are those are two assets that are very valuable But right now, what you're trying to do if you're the Dolphins is pretty much just see how good Tua Tagovailoa is. So, you know, shoring up the offensive line is something that they started to work on, but I think it should be their first priority in the draft. And you really don't want to wait until the third round to protect your fragile franchise quarterback. He's an undersized, fragile franchise quarterback. And so... There's a plan moving forward, and the Miami Dolphins, from the notes that I had written down, offensive line, running back, wide receiver, and then trade those guys. So, you know, basically the Miami Dolphins have prioritized it in that order. They they short up the offensive line, spending money. They got Chase Edmonds, who is an upgrade, but I, I bet that they'd be willing to spend, you know, another fourth uh, or third round pick on a running back who, you know, probably drops farther than he should have. They traded for a wide receiver, multiple picks, and then they should probably send out send out one or two of their two top twelve corners in the league to get back multiple picks. Uh, to, you know to really help build up the young talent on the offense around Tua. I'd say that at the time that I wrote this, I probably could have been working in the Dolphins front office from a game plan perspective because pretty much pretty much word for word, step for step, tip for tat, it it happened that way. And I'm happy to see that, and I know that you guys might not necessarily believe me. I'm reading it off the list right now, but what do I know? I'm just a guy. Austin Greeno for The Extra Point.